Hello and welcome to Move the Line, presented by WinBets. Download the app today and the promo code 444. Receive a risk-free $1,000 bet. All the odds discussed here today are from our friends over at WinBets. Joining me as always, Connor Allen. Connor, it should be a fun one, buddy. Uh, how was week two for you, bud? Um, I think we'll get into it later, but not great. I think you smacked me around pretty bad on this show in terms <laughs> of the things we disagreed on. Um, uh, but you know, I'm looking forward to smacking down someone a little bit lower, uh, lower than me on the totem pole, uh, in our good friend. And what time does Silva join the show? <laughs> <laughs> uh, t- I couldn't even finish the intro. Welcome to the show, Joey Kanish. Gentlemen, I tell you what. No place I'd rather be <laughs> on a Wednesday night than chopping up a little NFL here. Uh, are we buying low on line this week? Uh, let's go, don't, uh, I'll tease it there. That's not the professional how you tease it up. We'll talk about it in the middle of the slate. But, uh, yeah, nice uh, nice little start to the year here and excited to get into week three. Nothing better than a little casual Kanish for week three, you know, just is just the way that just Sally had to put the the, the, the my tagline on this side. I'm, I'm gonna get a crick in my neck having to sit up so hard. Put it on the other side, Sally. Oh, uh, well, if you were making the mistake by just listening to this, um, you can fix that next week. You can go ahead and check us out on YouTube. We have two shows a week now, uh, both again in podcast form and available also on our four for four YouTube page. Links are below in the show notes. This is our weekly game by game preview, our staple show on Fridays. We go live around seven forty five Eastern, trying to keep up with the prop market that is ever evolving out there. They just they keep hammering us early. We want to bet props on Friday. You know? uh, we do, but some people are making that impossible. Not want to name names, but let's just say they suck at DFS, so they move to this. <laughs> it's, it's what's happening. So it's been uh, it's been tough. But after you subscribe, be a pal. Take thirty seconds. Send us a review. Um, let, let's us keep this show free. Also, head over to four four dot com slash plans. You can scoop up a betting sub. We're actually running a cool promo through Sunday. Anyone who subscribes or upgrades their current subscription using our promo code Kelsey87 is going to receive 25% off and a cool shirt like Connor's wearing, a 4 for 4 shirt there. So uh, take advantage of that. Betting sub is going to get you access to everything on the site. So, all right, fellas, we got to hurry up and get to the Lions. Uh, so we'll move the show along as quick as possible. And they're buried in there a little bit because we don't want everyone to just kind of come for obviously the Lions takes and, and then dip out. So, um, we know, you know, Kanish is super plugged in there. Um, he doesn't necessarily know the Ford family, but he rides sho- he rides shotgun in his girls. Let's just uh, say uh, there's a Ford in the garage, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, week three. So week one, we got a singular data point. Week two, we kind of react to that, right? So like, where are there any trends? Are there, you know, is there still noise here? Week three, we can maybe start to get into a little bit. So first game, Saints. At Pats, uh, New England three-point favorites at home. 42 is the total. Uh, this would be a trend for me today. I got a few really nice look-ahead lines. I jumped in at this at minus one in the look-ahead window. This is technically three straight road games for the Saints. Some paint on the field in, in Jacksonville does not make that a home game. I'm sorry. Uh, they also had some massive injuries, and I think that those kind of played themselves out last week against the Panthers. Starting center, Erica McCoy. Um, arguably their two most impactful Defensive players as well, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Davenport uh, missed last week. They're probably going to miss this week as well. Um, Kanish, get us started. What do you like here? You know, this is what I mean. The totals kind of come down here. As you said, like the Jameis Winston uh, 
one week, uh, you know, most improved player MVP run kind of kind of came crashing to a halt last week. Um, I was bullish. I was very, very bullish on the Saints to to begin the year, and uh, you know, we're back them week one. And I don't want to say it's all uh, come to a head here after week two, but uh, between the injuries uh, and the regression in the performance, they, the offense is not. I mean, even in the week one burial, Jameis wasn't. Super great. You know, the TDs looked nice, but he wasn't fantastic. You, you saw some of the old, uh, the old crabby Jameis last week that, uh, that nobody wanted to remember. So I, I'm, it's tough that I let, I agree with the move on the total down here. Um, it's sneaky Matt Jones, people, offensive rookie of the year. I want that's why I want to hear the anyway. I know it's one we talked about in, uh, the preseason pod. He's leader in these chalk now. He's chalk now. Offense rookie of the year. Does that is you guys? Uh, are you backing that? Are you believing that? Does he think he should be? I, I, it's hard to make the case against him at the moment. Yeah, I, I got Mac Jones thoughts. I mean, I, I get it. I get why he like got steam when he got the gig too, right? Because right. you look at the other guys at the position that were set to get seventeen starts. You know, this is the best shot for a playoff run. But I really like how they're using him, right? So there, there are five QBs right now with an expected completion percentage above 70%. Expected completion percentage is a scheme stat. Um, it just it shows that coaches are going out of their way to, to make things easier. You look at the other guys that are on that list, it's always like Garoppolo. I think Dalton's on that list. Like It's basically they're, they're trying to make it easy for him. But out of all those guys, he is by far the highest completion percentage over expectation. So when he's taking his shots and being a little bit more aggressive, he's having a a ton of success, which you absolutely love to see. So, you know, they're they not blowing you out of the, the water with his stat line per se. But again, I still think this is a playoff team. So you can definitely sell me on on Mac Jones. Uh, Connor, what are your thoughts on Mac? And then uh, kick us off with this this game. Yeah, I think you guys, uh, you know, covered most of it there. He's probably rightfully the, the chalk at this point to win rookie of the year. Um, I mean, just based on how, especially with like, you know, how Lawrence looks and the Jags are just a complete disaster. Yeah. Uh, Wilson and the Jets also likewise look like a complete disaster offensively. Um, and so, you know, from the rest there, Trey Lance has barely even played. Justin Fields is going to get a start, but he's throwing behind, you know, um, the, the children of the poor and blind uh, offensive line, and so you know he's going to get wrecked pretty quickly. Well, do you well. believe also? Do you believe the naggy stuff of that? Like, <laughs> if the rifle's healthy again, he's getting his job back, or is he just that? Just I, I think he's just, does he mean that? Is it, he's or, got, is he lost his mind? Like, what? Well, why? He's got to just be saying the right thing right now, you know, to say the right thing. Then that I think that's the right thing right now. But I don't know. I mean, maybe he should is probably just be saying like he should probably just be saying like we'll see. I mean, that's like that's you know what what I think makes the most sense. They have to have protection. Like he has to have job security that we don't know about. Cause otherwise it makes no sense. I mean, but, he should have gotten fired before this year, but anyways, well, we'll talk about the bears later. So saints, I like the pats here. Um, probably three is about right. I think that, that, you know, these, the way these teams match up, I don't have a ton of confidence in Mac Jones, but he, he's looked, I would say above average. And, you know, he's just kind of doing the job, not really forcing anything, which is fine. I mean, he's not turning the ball over much. Like that's kind of like what they, what they expect of him. So, um, and the New England defense, I think, is legit. So I would probably the, – the team totals here, again, the totals – like the market already reflects everything I'm saying, though. So I think that, you know, if you can get a two-and-a-half closer to at close or something like that, I would lean New England. Otherwise, I'm staying away with the current prices. Yeah, it's low. It's hard to take it under here, but it's going to be played at a snail's pace. I mean, they both are playing really slow. I mean, to Kanisha's point, too, like this is not Jameis at all. Like he's 28th in yards per attempt through two weeks. Like – Without the short fields from Green Bay, like 
it's just not – it was not pretty last week. And I know we're a little bullish on the Carolina defense, or at least I am. Didn't go so well for you, Connor, last week. But um, that they were, like, living in the backfield there. So, again, missing your center, I think, is a problem too. So, again, three away games, basically. You know what I mean? That's That's a big deal. We know that that's a – you don't see it very often. I think there's, like, two instances on the whole season. The Colts are, like, starting a trend of three in a row right now. Like, that's rough. That, that's impactful. And, again, knowing what your family's going through and all that stuff, like, give me the pats here. Uh, I'm not chasing the three anymore that I have the one, but uh, it's New England or nothing for me. All right, so we will move on to the next one, Cincinnati on the road against Pittsburgh. This one's had some movement in the last few days, down to Pittsburgh minus three. And Winbet, 43.5 is the total. If you had – uh, week three in the when will Ben Roethlisberger get injured enough for all of us to know about it, um, but for not enough time for him to you know miss any any time pool, then you should head to the cashier, cash your tickets. Uh, this is an annual occurrence for Big Ben. Dude is is constantly missing time, and uh, yeah, I don't know really what to make. That was a bad loss at home against the Raiders. Short week, like emotional win for for Vegas traveling going out there and, and just getting tossed around by Derek Carr was uh, was weird to see. The Bengals, though, I don't really have a ton of confidence in. I don't know. It's like they're neutered as well. Like they're just taking their time with, with Joe Burrow here, Connor. What are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I actually think I think kind of Cincinnati's a little bit alive here. I mean, so the Bengals right now is the second lowest pass rate below expectation through two weeks, like very clearly easing Joe Burrow in, as you mentioned. Um, and I think that that's kind of – I think that we're going to see a pretty distinct change here coming up, like as he becomes more and more comfortable. Yes, you know, the dog agrees in the background there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so in this sp- specific instance, I mean, Big Ben looks legitimately awful now with a, sh- a shoulder injury to his non throwing shoulder. They've already said it impacts the preparation, aka, he's not practicing much, he's not going to be, you know, prepping with the team. Um, so yeah, I, li- I like the Bengals here outright potentially. What do you got, Kanish? I mean, this one has gotten that you know, this is taking, I think this is the steam game of the week here, so far, uh, yeah. With a bit, uh, obviously, if Roethlisberger is hampered or he can't, I mean. Is it the Dwayne Haskins showtime? Uh, it's hard to have a great feeling about that if he has to play the totals, taking some juicy. I, I, I don't know. I don't have a real buy play. I think if you got the number in earlier in the week, obviously you got a nice price on the Bengals. If anything, you know, four better. Um, been a little resistance here, Pittsburgh at three. I, I'm just not. I think I'm, I'm leaning towards Connor here. This is would be. Uh, a Bengals or nothing. So I don't really have an appetite uh, to back the Steelers in any capacity here. Um, unders again, another one that's taken some money. I would have liked that at, you know, a 44 and a half or something. Now most places kind of the board painted around uh, 43 and a half. So at, at where it's at now, uh, there, there's nothing. But if you jumped on the Bengals early, great. I don't have any appetite, though, uh, to buy on the Steelers, uh, though, uh, at, at really any any price here around the three or the juice three. So right around now, pass for me. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not biting on uh, the Pittsburgh at a reduced price, even though it's taken, you know, start around four and a half, even some soft openers around seven. Uh, um, it, it would be bangles for nothing for me. I agree with that. Not a lot here. Like you said, I think at 44 and a half would be interesting to take an old, an under lean, but uh, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of all baked in here. I think, there could be – well, we got to watch the Pittsburgh injury reports closely this week, not only with, with T.J. Watt, like Joe Hayden and uh, Highsmith also questionable as we record, and Deontay Johnson as well. Like he got dinged up late, I think, like the last play of the game. This could be a really nice spot for, for 
Chase uh, Claypool props. If we if they don't pop in the middle of the show, uh, it'd be nice to be able to get on some uh, Claypool numbers <laughs> later here because uh, if De- Deontay's out, Claypool just probably sees ten to fifteen more snaps and you know a handful of targets, and that's that's really nice. All right, next uh, Indy at Tennessee. Tennessee five point favorites. Forty eight is the total at win bet. Uh, allegedly, someone has to win this division. I feel pretty confident that it's not going to be Houston or Jacksonville at this point. So this one becomes pretty important, even though it's only week three. The Titans, nice little comeback. They were down 24-9 at the half in Seattle. Uh, rode Derrick Henry in a big way. They threw him the ball six times, which was really cool to see. I don't know why you can't like just muster up three to four big dog screens a game. But uh, they managed to do that. And we also saw a little bit of play action that we didn't see in week one. So that's a little bit encouraging on the Tennessee side. Uh, and this Indy thing is a mess with Carson Wentz with his ankles. We don't know the quarterback situation here, but I think the line, the market's kind of telling us that it really doesn't matter because uh, they're kind of holding us out here regardless of his his uh, status here. Connor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so th- through two weeks, uh, the Colts defense here, I think particularly ranks 25th in EPA, but they played against the Seahawks and Rams. I mean, I think their pass rush at times looks good and kind of keeps them in the game. You know, occasionally they'll come up with a big sack here and there, but the rest of their team is, is pretty barren, I think. Like, you know, a lot of their their outside of their receiving core, Michael Pittman looked good last week. Um, Jonathan Taylor flashes from time to time. Yeah. And I think they I mean they have a good matchup this week against the Tennessee pass events, which has been, you know, getting routinely slaughtered. I mean, the question is though, is that like is Wentz healthy enough to get him the ball? Um and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think that they, 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 that's tough for me. So for me, it's probably lean Tennessee here. Um, you know, I, I'm just fading this indie team. It seems like every week, like I, I just have no faith in Wentz. I have no faith in or little faith in the offense. And I think the defense is a little bit overrated. They're a lot overrated in my opinion. What are your thoughts? Can you get any leans here? No, you know, what? I, I thought you made a fantastic point to start there mm-hmm. where like the, with Wentz's status questionable and everybody has it out, still painted on the board here where mm-hmm. uh, if you're a Colts fan, the fact that the Wentz to Eason, you know, move might be like a right. half point to a point, it has to be horrifying for you in terms of the, the prospect of the cold season. Uh, is, he hasn't been great to start the year. Uh, as, as some other aspects of the Colts team are even, uh, I think, significantly worse than than anyone would have imagined. Um, I, I listen. I, I can't lay the tight. There would be a, a price, I think, that I would buy on the Colts, uh, but it's not here at the five, five and a half point. If you got me, you know, a six and a half, again, I, regardless of who the QB is, if this touch seven, I would be on the Colts. I think you could talk me to some Colts that is, you know, a cheap six or six and a half. Um, but where uh, it's at right now, I would still need a little bit more. I, we'll see what the market does depending on who's announced in for, for QB for Indy. Obviously, I don't think it'd be too much either way. Um, but it, it would be seeing if I can get a little bit more steam out of this uh, and take some Colts or nothing. Um, even though uh, it, it's hard to be inspired from what you've seen the first week, I think this was a touch inflated. Um, you know, the, this is a line that was you know last week mostly three, three and a half. And look ahead, if I was able to get you know a cheap six or six and a half, that's got to be a buy for me, regardless of of how poor the Colts have been. So yeah, Eason starts. What's the line? Seven. Six and a half, or do you think that's already kind of baked into the five? Like it doesn't even move. I think you'd. I think you'd see some reaction. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd see at least a half point, point, half point, full point of reaction, potentially touching some sevens. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah, but right now, like this, any other instance, I think most other quarterbacks, it's it's off the board. You know, right. 
which is a problem. But again, like if they're going to pepper, if they're going to pepper Michael Pittman, we'll take some Pittman props. I think AJ Brown is a nice place to chase props. If um, depending again, if those don't come out while we're recording, you know, he ran more routes, you know, more snaps, more routes, saw more targets than Julio last week. Then he, but he just left with a three and 43, you know, Julio blows up. So I think there's a nice bounce back spot for, for AJ Brown. Um, depending on what the market posts that at. So kind of be my action. I, I don't mind it. I I got a five on this earlier and um, I'm good with it. Like I saw enough out of Tennessee last week, at least as far as like scheme stuff, pre-snap motion, play action stuff, the stuff that we were worried about downing, not doing with Arthur Smith gone, the stuff they didn't do in week one against Arizona. They did a little bit more last week against the uh, Seahawks. So it's encouraging. All right, next Arizona on the road against Jacksonville. Uh, this one's climbed up until like eight, eight and a half earlier, back down seven and a half in most spots. Uh, total healthy 52 now over at WinBet, some 51 and a half out there, I believe still. Um, I laid the six in the look ahead market thinking we're going to get to seven, um, at least over that. It's really hard to even that home to really back Jacksonville. Again, now you're getting into this upper eight, eight and a half range. It's probably Jacksonville or nothing for me if you're taking it new, but gosh, that's, you got to have a a tough stomach for that. Uh, I like the total though. I, I, these two teams are playing really fast. Like Jacksonville is playing at a breakneck pace, regardless of the situation. Um, they're chucking deep too, like turnovers. There's going to be points in this one. So uh, Kanish, what are your thoughts on this game? No, I agree with that. It's just one of the ones at, at current that, uh, you know, there's even some, if you shop it around, like there's some flat 51 out there, still some 51 and a half pretty widely available. I agree with you on the over there. Uh, that was a, a small play for me. It's in the long teaser range, um, you know, the, the Cardinal, especially with, uh, you know, this high of a total and the Cardinals, a team that you, you love throwing in there. Um, but it's one that, you know, usually if anyone's in range, it's kind of a Jacksonville fade. Uh, you can take it, you know, seven and a half through uh, the seven and the three. So I'll probably have uh, some a little bit of Cardinals teaser liability. I don't, you know, at, at as far as a side here, I'm gun to my head. Um, you, you know, like if I'm playing a pool or something, it, it would be Jacksonville seven and a half. Uh, but hey, I don't have much of an appetite um, for, for laying the seven, seven and a half or any of that either side. Um, so for me, Cardinals and a few uh, teasers. Uh, and I like, I agree with you on the total move that if you, especially if you can grab a, a 51 there, uh, that is a nice overlook. Like it. Connor, I think our Jacksonville futures are dead. Yeah, those are those are you know dead and buried and you know we got the divisions. The guys got the division fade right. The division is bad, so there's there's that hope. But yeah, we got a piece right. We just weren't sure which piece to take, and it turns out we picked the wrong one. So the you know, Urban Meyer right. stuff too is starting to uh, the early mm-hmm. like uh, there was some Vic Fangio that thing he told Fangio that's like playing Alabama every week. Right. So you're starting to, uh, usually when some of that stuff starts leaking out, that's not a great, uh, yeah, not a great start for considering for college for jobs and like, you know, not, yeah. not liking the vibe. Like, I mean, this could be a train wreck if it keeps going this way, um, which is, which sucks. Cause I think Trevor Lawrence could be all right. And it seems like, you know, the whole team vibe is just ruining him. But in this specific game here, I think something worth noting. So the Jags defense we're 27th in EPA despite playing against Houston and Denver in weeks one and two. So you're not only talking about a defense that ranks poorly in most metrics, but they also 
played against two offenses, which I don't think are all that good. Uh, Teddy I mean, is their second in EPA with Teddy right now. He's cooking. Yeah, well, well, yeah, but they played Jacksonville. You know, I mean, I think T- Teddy's fine. I think Teddy's fine, but I think that that, that Denver offense is not as good as you know how they played this to this point in terms of efficiency. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't think that they've played that good of a schedule, and they're still awful. So like For sure. now they're playing against a Cardinals team, which has put up thirty four and thirty eight points in their first two games against similarly, you know, kind of bad range defenses as well, but. I mean, now you're playing against the Jags defense, which could be, you know, bottom three in the league. And so, yeah, I, I like the team total over here around 30. Uh, if you can get that, I think that that's a, a solid play. And then I lean over on the game. If you looks like there's some sevens on the board right now as well. I'm, I'm interested in, in Cardinals minus seven uh, if you shop around. Um, but I think the team total is probably my favorite play just in case somehow Jacksonville pulls it together and, you know, drops a 30 burger. But again, that that feels outlandish, outlandish too, so. Your lack of faith in me to, to not jump on that six and look ahead market is just, you know, it hurts my soul. I, I know. I, I was caught sleeping there on all your look aheads, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know what you guys are. You're just bathing in closing line value, and I'm just sitting here, you know, poor man <laughs> crying alone in the rain. You know what I mean? And just taking closing lines. Just like you should, yeah, you shouldn't even look at this stuff until like 1030 on Sunday. And just fire, fire what your gut tells you, you know? Yep. That's how, that's how I do it. Fire from the gut. <laughs> uh, in the prom market we could have some meat in the bone for some jacksonville receivers if lavisca chanelt is out he uh jammed up his shoulder there so uh with dj shark and marvin jones could be nice we know the arizona secondary is pretty terrible um, might not matter again if the o-line doesn't protect lawrence but uh again could be some potential there and then the arrow obviously straighting or pointing straight up for our boy rondell moore um just getting it done uh, you know just gonna continue to crush so uh, that'll continue to get more expensive, but we'll take advantage of it for now. All right, here we are. We're at the game. Baltimore on the road in the Motor City, laying eight. Uh, 50 is the total. Huge Bro, win. The book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Kanish, give me, here we go. Tell me how you're feeling about this squad. Tell me about Dan Campbell. Tell me about Aaron Glenn. Tell me about all the boys there, all the um, hand in the dirt. Football guys <laughs> in charge of the like, operation. I think we're going to see Aaron Glenn at slot corner this week because <laughs> the team's so thin in the secondary. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't like. There's just no. It, it's like, we can't even field like a professional defense right now. It is the worst defense in the league, and it's not close. Like I don't think whoever thirty first, they're, they're significantly better than what the Lions are going to be putting out there with the injuries right now. Um, hey, listen. I'm gonna, anytime the Lions are in this teaser range here at home, I, I, I love against a team with a pulse. I, again, we did it week one with San Francisco. I'll do it again here. Uh, take the Ravens down to minus two here in a six-point teaser. Um, the Lions are not going to win this game. I mean, who's the right minds that these are going to win this game? They, they've, the offensive line's playing well. Goff is playing a little bit better than expected. Um, but they, they – like. They can. They're not going to be able to stop anybody right now. They're they're fielding half an NFL quality like caliber defense at, at any number of positions. So again, if you want to, it's hard. I'm not going to talk anybody off taking it over here. Um, but uh, Ravens teases all day, all day, all night. You can sell me on a Ravens team total for sure. I don't know about the game total, but maybe. Maybe I mean that's a lot of Quintus Cephas though. I have to be. I'm, I'm going to be pulling for a lot of a lot of Cephas targets. Uh, I mean, listen, he almost had an Odell last week, baby. Had his hands on it and it came up. But um, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the wide receiver cores are great. If you uh, with the way they're protecting, um, I, I think it's it's led itself to him, you know, being pretty high efficiency, high percentage uh, from the pocket when he's clean. He's always kind of been that way. When he's got a clean pocket, he's not a bad quarterback. Um, as you say, if, if this team had uh, like a, any weapon with a pulse on the outside, they'd probably be like racking up 150 yards a game. Um, but yeah, the, the problem here with the Lions isn't isn't on the offensive side of the ball at the moment. It's that um, uh, that there's the ghost of Matt Millen has has put this defense together, and uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's going to be an ugly one. I would still, I, if I had to, buy, I don't mind minus eight here, uh, just from a straight out lane. <laughs> I, I thought this would be you know from nine nine and a half uh, when it reopened. Um, some poor saps of low, you know, taking a little bit of Lions money here earlier in the day to bring it back down. So. Uh, uh, again, tease tease against the Lions until you win because I'm not I'm not seeing a ton of outright victories here. Uh, even and I'm not. There's no the, the Ford Field home field advantage, but maybe worth about uh, yeah, the, the, about uh, rundown Ford that you can get on Craigslist is about as much as HFA as you're getting at Ford Field right now. <laughs> Oh man, that, that Baltimore win cost me some money, Connor. So I'm going to try to get it back this week here against the Lions. What are your What are your thoughts on this? Yeah, game? so we we've, I was waiting until this game to drop it, but uh, Cardinals Ravens teaser is actually one of my favorite plays. I texted you guys about it, and something that I uh, put in our Discord as well. That's probably one of my favorite plays on the board. I just both of these teams. I think that the Ravens, like as Kanish, you know, rambled on about there. Uh, I mean, such a great spot here, just to destroy the lions and i think that anything under seven is money so getting them teased through the seven and the three uh would be just it's it's, it's incredible i mean there's just no way that they win by less than three i think uh but the, the lions offense has been surprising i think they've been actually like way better than i thought um i especially i mean after how bad penny sewell looked in the preseason him switching back to his actual position and then just like clicking immediately was i mean they got lucky that that happened because otherwise it was going to be an embarrassing, like bad season, especially with, with Decker's injury. So I think mean, enough. If you get Decker, I mean, with Decker back, I think you can say it's one of the handful of best offensive lines in the entire league. Uh, sure. the, only, the only unit on the team that would be considered uh, even remotely in that conversation. <laughs> if they had anybody, you know, I think you said you said it before the season. Hawkinson's just going to keep eating in this offense. That mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to be every week. He's going to be you know in that six to ten target range. You're going to be you're loading up on the yards. He's the only guy who can beat you know uh, can beat anybody with a pulse on Literally. defense. So yeah, I think you, you can continue to see even uh, maybe Tyrell Williams gets back. He, he's kind of a sneaky buy here because he got to throw it to somebody. So um, <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, the running backs out of the backfield too, PPR wise, have been. It, you know, Swift and Williams uh, got Captain Checkdowns, giving them you know six targets a game each. So yeah, yeah, we hit some also, Swift drops. But... I know Jamal Williams is like, yeah, hey, funny, he dances, he tells jokes. <laughs> what is going on with the Jamal? Like, like freaking, like play DeAndre Swift. Give him seventy percent of the snaps. I don't need to see Jamal Williams. He runs like a four eight back there anymore. <laughs> like, you draft the guy in the second round, he looks fantastic. No, it's true. And it's not even like they they like have the same overlapping skill sets. Like it's not even like you got a guy that's like a, a complimentary to, to Swift. Like you literally got a guy that He's does the worst Swift who's yeah. got good jokes and nice dance moves. It's it's true. Seems like a good locker room guy, you know? 
Well, they, yeah, well, you you need guys like that when the season's going to go like this to keep uh, keep things a little light because uh, two and fifteen is going to be <laughs> tough to live through no matter who are, you are. Are there any like live win totals here? Two I mean, is, is generous. Well, I mean, this is like uh, this is exactly what I expected. Like they're going to be like touchdown underdogs every week. Like you know, they might be the Bears once. I think they're going to beat the Bears once. I do. I do think that that one of the games they will win. But other than that, it's about it. Uh, I mean. It's hard to, if you go through the schedule, hard to pick out a lot of dubs. Uh, Marquise mm. Brown saw 10 targets on 23 routes run last week, Connor. Seems seems good. Yeah. We're, and we're, now no, he's going no comment. No comment. A guy that was like, you know, working at Costco three weeks ago this week. So <laughs> if there was ever a matchup that favored him, uh, some, some guy we took from, you know, like uh, Missouri State Tech undrafted is, is our number one corner. Uh, it's a good Costco reference. Shout out to Pano. Yeah, uh, if you're listening, maybe you could play defensive back for the the. Yeah, the right. next week. Can Pano in? Right. Does he know zone schemes? Because <laughs> <laughs> as long as he can run up and make a tackle, uh, we'll, we'll we'll take him. Uh, the Pano I saw in Vegas a couple weeks ago can make some tackles. Gotta love a good equal opportunity employer right there. I mean, that's just. <laughs> All right, next we have the uh, Washington football team on the road against Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo, eight-and-a-half-point favorites now at home, 45 a total here at Winbat. The Bills absolutely boat-raced uh, Connor's fraudulent Dolphins last week. Just embarrassing, embarrassing. Uh, Bills' defense got off to a strong start. Second in defensive EPA, second in passing success rate allowed, tops in rushing success rate allowed, like, Good stuff. Come Monday, it looks like you know Taylor Heineke will probably be added to the list of luminaries at the position that the uh, the Bills have played so far this season. But uh, Connor, you'll have to defend your Dolphins later. We'll skip you now. Kanish, what are your thoughts on this one? Is Taylor Heineke like oh kind of all right? Like I don't know. You were expecting. Uh... Well, it's magic dried up in 30 seconds that, uh, you know, Heineke, I don't know, he had a few decent stretches, and he's kind of been like, hell, you know, like, yeah, this guy's not too bad, had a couple of big throws, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know whether to believe this uh, is real, um, but he's been all right here. However, this does fit, uh, you know, when you're going through game, uh, the you know, the teaser uh, magic here, uh it fits all the check boxes. Lower total, home team, non-division game. You can get it through the seven and the three. Um, so yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna load up on the Bills teasers for sure. I do. Th- I thought this is uh, taking a little bit. You know, it's open nine nine and a half, and I do agree that that was a touch high. Um, and now you're seeing mostly juice seven and a halfs around uh, and some eight. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't think that the original line was alright, but now. It's in the Uncle K range, a.k.a. the teaser range. So uh, I'll be having uh, some Bill's uh, teaser liability here. I also, you know, I saw our buddy, uh, the Hitman, came back. There was some under steam here. He came back on the over. I kind of agree with that. Once it hit, you know, uh, 45 flat, uh, I thought the over wasn't a bad look, if you believe uh, in the Heineke uh, magic keeps up here. So we'll see what happens. But I like a little bit of over 45, if you can find still a flat 45, and Bill's teaser action. Like it, Connor. What are your thoughts? We we we're exposed a little bit too to Washington in the uh, in the futures market too. It has not been great. Defense has really been kind of disappointing. Twenty fourth in EPA to start. Yeah, that that was my biggest note. I mean, they were top five in EPA last year, and like it's just been brutal so far. But I I mean that was my other biggest note too. Is Heineke? It's like 
he, he didn't look like that much of a downgrade from Fitzpatrick. So, uh, I mean, if that continues. Downgrade. Upgrade, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he might be an upgrade. Exactly. And so, I, I mean, I think that if the defense can turn it around and, and you know, kind of like show what they did last year, that there's still potential for this team. Um, you know, at eight and a half, I definitely like the football team. Seven and a half, which is what the market is at mostly now, uh, I think it's about right. Um, but, yeah, it's, again, another teaser range for the Bills. Definitely not teasing the football team up here because they could certainly lose by 30, and it wouldn't surprise me if Heineke does not play as well as, as he did last week. Uh, so, yeah, that's probably where I'm at. I mean, Buffalo defense, too, right now second in EPA, uh, but one of those came in the shutout of Miami where they were rolling out Jacoby Brissett. So, I, you know, I, I, it's such a moot point. You can't be ragging on a team when they're starting their backup quarterback. Come on. They didn't start their backup quarterback. No, when they when they when they when they have their backup. One of the few quarterbacks in the league that has a negative EPA per play so far, Tua. Um, So I'm saying they didn't start. No, they didn't start Brissett. Sorry, that was that was misspoken. They ended up with Brissett for most of the game. They destroyed him because their offensive line is terrible, so they couldn't protect him. Oh, injury predictor over here now. Well, no, we talked about their offensive line being bad. In, injurypredictor.com at Ryan Noonan. <laughs> uh. Hey, if this makes you feel better, Connor, then you tell yourself whatever you need to. Uh, I'm not a Dolphins fan anymore because, you know, oh, I, jumping I even, I'm, I'm jumping ship right now. If, two, if, if Jacoby Brissett is at the helm, who, what, what am I doing here? You know what I mean? What am I even doing? Are Nothing. we sure Brissett's significantly worse than Tua? Uh-oh. Oh. Mm. Finish. My heart can handle only so much for one episode. Like, I, I just, you know, Are we sure this isn't a fits the Heineke situation? Oh boy! Oh, oh boy! Somewhat irrelevant because Tua doesn't play offensive tackle. Tua doesn't play defensive end, and those are the problems for the Dolphins. And they're going to get exposed anyway. Better for you though to just let it happen in week two. You can move on with your year. Clear eyes, clear mind, clear heart. Just you know, set your your sights on someone else. Just move on. You know. Pick up the pieces and move on, you know? Yeah, Some cost. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, week two, I've jumped ship. It's all right. It's basically like a new season from here on out. I mean, we got that extra week, so it's basically like I jumped ship in week one. So, you yeah. know, like I'm like, I'm in. I'm You're a better man for it. Fresh. All right, we'll move on. Atlanta on the road against the Giants. Giants, three-point favorites here. At home, 47.5 is the total. It's back-to-back road spots for the Falcons. Traveling up to the Tri-State to take on the Giants. Well-rested after their – Really tough loss. Just found really creative ways to give that one away on Thursday night against uh, the football team. The Falcons have the league's worst offense through two weeks. This is not really what we expected with Arthur Smith coming in. We thought the defense would be pretty terrible, but uh, really, really bad start for the Falcons offense. Uh, Matt Ryan's like full-on check down Charlie here. Just has not completed a single pass that's traveled 20 or more yards down the field. That is That's rough. Uh, Connor, any leans on this one? Uh, it, it turns out that Julio Jones, like his splits with and without Julio Jones are actually very yeah. predictive. Um, you know, and it seems like regardless of whether Julio is getting targeted or playing hampered with an injury, um, uh, you know, having hit the threat of him out there, uh, seemed to matter for Matt Ryan because he is struggling big time right now. And even Calvin Ridley hasn't really been, you know, come on as strong as we thought. Um, but for me in this game, I guess, you know, there were some three and a halfs popping early in the week. Uh, I leaned Atlanta there uh, at three. I think it's about right. I just, both of these teams are really bad. I mean, I'm largely fading both of them in general. The Giants' defense is overrated. Um, 29th in EPA so far. Atlanta's defense, 22nd. Um, and dead. But Atlanta offense through two games, dead last in offensive EPA. Uh, I mean, 
I thought they'd at least be okay, you know, like at least like in the 15 to 20 range. Uh, but no, they're just, they're dying right now. So I, I don't think I can bet on that, uh, you know, even against the Giants who have also been pretty bad. Kanish, your protege, uh, Mr. Uh, Evan Silva, on the over on this one. <laughs> on the over here. Hold on. Let me go. Let me click a little bit under here while we're talking. I'm pretty sure he's on the over. I got, in the week. Well, uh, well, I'm sure it's uh uh, you know, then gonna finish, you know, 14 12. Uh, I, I got sucked into some three and a half. Uh, some guys that, uh, you know, I bet with were saying three and a half. I didn't think the three and a half would last. However, I'm not particularly, uh, in love with, I, I three would be a pass for me. That's how thin it was. Um, as you said, all of the Atlanta metrics are horrifying. And, and I know they play, you know, Tampa, we and, um, last week. So, Again, it could be a product. Obviously, they're they're getting some class relief here and playing a Giants team, yeah, and a Giants uh, offensive line that's that's been kind of in shambles. Um, and Daniel Jones not playing particularly well. At, at the same time, I, I, you can't understate how bad Atlanta's been here through a couple weeks. So. I bought some three and a half just based on I thought the market would move it back down, um, but it, it's not one that I'm in love with or, or would even consider a buy at a flat three. Um, I think it's a stay away here. I, I don't I, even all jokes aside. I'm, I'm also not uh, in love with that Silva from the total perspective there. Um, uh, j- just as you said, I hard to think that some of these offenses are are really getting here us to the fifties, uh, even with a little bit of class relief on defense. So. I don't have much at the current price. I took a small piece of three and a half earlier in the week. Um, at current, uh, I'm, I'm just staying away. <laughs> I could not agree more. Uh, like, nothing better than some casual Kanish laying down on the couch. Uh, you know it, baby. I'm with you. This is kind of a stay away for me. Like, I really – I'm with you. They're just bad. Like, I, I there's enough stuff here in the board that we can chase. Um, like I said, if there are any props left for us, we can, you know – we can tackle those. We don't have to go and play everything on the board. So Bet- stay away. betting overs on on the games where there's like bad defenses, and you just like assume that the offenses will get over is always just the worst types of bet. It's like you know, I've, sometimes you're like, oh, how could we not have bet this? You know, after and then there's sometimes where I'm like, how could I bet on Daniel Jones and then the <laughs> league worst Atlanta offense to think that they would score even twenty points each? You know, like this is. We cashed enough Daniel Jones for an entire season last week. Oh, yeah. uh, the, the points bet rushing yards. I don't need any. I'm, I can stay away from the Giants comfortably for the, the rest of the season. It's just kind of a gross team. Um, all right, Bears on the road against the Browns. Seven-point favorites here at home for Cleveland. This one's kind of fluctuated a little bit, but down to seven now. 45-and-a-half over at Win. Talked about it at the top a little bit. Seems like they're going to – Roll out Andy Dalton whenever he's healthy. But for this week, Justin Fields gets to go back to Ohio, make his first start as a pro. Um, this is a good spot for the Browns defense, which everyone thought was going to be a top-tier unit to really step up. They, they, I get it. Like In hindsight, that was a look-ahead spot. You know, they had basically spent their entire offseason talking about going to KC, getting revenge for the playoffs. They were all fired up. They see the Texans – on the schedule in week two, going back home. And they came out like just dead flat and Tyrod just tore them apart. Played a little bit better in the second half. I think Davis Mills helps that a lot, but I think this should be a spot where they kind of start to solidify themselves as really one of the top teams in the AFC. Uh, Kanish, what are your thoughts on this one? 
I, I throw it back at where would you guys have the adjustment from Dalton to Fields at the moment? Because I've had some conversations with a few different people this week, uh, and there's some significantly differing opinions uh, as to if there's a, in a big adjustment, Dalton to Fields, uh, and which side of it should be. I don't think, as much as I know people uh, like the, the red, are not a red rifle, especially in Chicago, I don't think Fields at the current time is an upgrade um, or makes me want to back the Bears uh, in any more of a significance, think we're getting any value with him. So um, I know some other people that thought it was a bit of an upgrade. They wanted to buy some seven and a half. Um, it, 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 I, I was not of that ilk, so I, I stayed away. I agree. I think probably in the short term, it's it's probably flat or or even maybe negative, just in, yeah. naturally as a rookie, like it just is. Um I mean, long-term, yeah. I think you have to be bullish on him. Is obviously his ability to create with his legs. But, I mean, I, I get it. Andy, Andy Dalton wasn't good last year. But, like, for his career, he's been fine. Right? Right? Yeah. He hasn't been, like, you know, a needle mover at all. But, like, he doesn't typically hurt you. He, he struggled massively behind that offensive line in Dallas last year. But I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm surprised that this one has moved. Again, I think it's just kind of we're, we're excited to see the rookie. Uh, what are your thoughts, Connor? Yeah, I know. I, I know it's a little bit of a hot take, but if you kind of look back at like the preseason and how he did, um, like he in all, often would struggle against the starters and then just be destroying, you know, like third stringers, uh, and uh, you know was constantly holding onto the ball too long, was trying to make plays, and like that can get get you in trouble in the NFL. Um, and so yeah, I, I'm kind of in the opinion where I think he's actually a slight, like probably one point downgrade because you know the worst Andy Dalton is going to do is you know throw the ball into the dirt or maybe the occasional pick here and there. You know Justin Fields is he just has a lot more volatile. So you know sometimes that's not a good thing for an NFL team that uh, you know I mean yeah maybe it could, they, they could win games that they shouldn't, but they're also going to definitely you know get blown out some games that are they should not be and should be kept close. So. Um, I'm interested to see how it goes. I have no idea. I'm not betting this game because I do want to believe in Justin Fields. I think he's a good player, um, but I, it's hard to believe in him behind this offensive line uh, and in the current system. I'm, I'm not really sold yet. So it's comfortable so, in that in that uh, little knish zone, right? Teaser wise, I, I was good. That's right. Hey, well, you, you know what? Hey, great minds think alike. <laughs> I know Connor wouldn't have picked that up, uh, but no, this is another one that I, I like in the T zone a lot. Um, if you look, and even you know the even the week one where the Bears, you know, the scoreboard looked, I thought Dalton played fine. They had uh, a lot of fourth down variants that went against them. Um, that they, you know, against the Rams, like they were able to move the ball a lot in that game. Um, you know, it, it just the final score was not indicative. I thought of how well the offense played, and then he got off to a nice start last week against Cincinnati, uh, and then gets hurt and goes out, and you know, Fields kind of managed their way. Uh, you know, the defense kind of kept him in at the end, but. Um, again, I think we're getting a little bit of a discount here, uh, on the, on the Browns. Um, I would, I would agree with Connor with about it being a, maybe a one point downgrade. Um, and a Browns, you really in it. I mean, a Browns, Bills, Teaser, baby. You can take that one, uh, <laughs> mwah, take it to the bank there. Uh, that's got the Uncle K stamp of approval. Browns aren't losing this game. I totally agree. Like, Baker's been playing really well. We've been poking hoes in the Bears all off season. Like this, is just not a deep. There's no depth on either side of the ball. Like I think, I think they have no problem moving the ball. We're gonna have Odell back too. Yeah, I guess that would be the, my only thing too is that outside of him, like you know, the receiving core, their pass catchers are brutal. So you Who know, cares? They can go. They can go. What they did with the Jets last year and just roll out. 
you know, yeah, Donovan really Peoples Jones yeah, and Anthony DBJ, Schwartz, Anthony Schwartz, and Austin Hooper would be the yeah. top targets. I mean, that's like, <laughs> I mean, what's worse, that or the Lions? I actually don't know. Probably them, because no, at least the Lions of Hawkinson, the Lions no, of Hawkinson, the Lions of Hawkinson. First of all, Harrison Bryant won the motherfucking Mackey Award. Oh, I'm pretty my. sure. <laughs> uh, David Njoku has been playing well. Uh, Schwartz is playing well. People's Jones, once they got him out of Michigan, you know, Michigan doesn't know what to do with offensive talents. We see all these guys come to the league and start playing hey, well. Hey, I see it. Sir, 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 the 3-0 <laughs> Michigan Wolverines, we went back to old school run the football. Man. That's why we got rid of those wide – we don't need any wide receivers. We're not throwing the ball anyway. Oh, yeah, you start to go three wide with the with the tight ends in Cleveland. Yeah, they're not losing to the Bears. So teaser, teaser Butte right there. Be real nice. Um, all right, Chargers on the road against the Chiefs. Chiefs at six and a half at home. Fifty five and a half is a real healthy total. Both these clubs found uh, unique ways to lose here in the final seconds of Week Two. Uh, we spoke really at length in the preseason. This Chiefs defense is. They got a chance to be really bad. Like they have some reclamation projects in the secondary that they're trying to run out. Like these former first round picks that flopped in other places. It is not going very well so far. Dead last EPA per play. Uh, they're basically competing with the Lions in all of the defensive metrics, which is not the place that you want to be. Obviously, though, like this feels like too many points to me. But like Mahomes is terrifying, so I don't know if I have the stones to to take the six and a half with the Chiefs. I mean, with the Chargers. This feels like the right side, Kanish. What do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you there, um, especially with what you're seeing out of the Chiefs' defense. Um, you know, it, it's one of those where if the – no, there's nothing better. This is like the Golden State Warriors of years past of, like, when the Chiefs get down, there's nothing better than a Chiefs live bet because you just know, like, Mahomes, you can get the – you know, if you can get him with a little bit of dog or something, it's kind of in that Mahomes reign. However, from a pregame perspective um, – it, it, I, I, I think this is just a, a little bit inflated where it's obviously it's a high total. Um, Chargers haven't been, I know they were kind of a big buy team in the off season, um, for a lot of people, but I was bullish on them too. Uh, through two weeks, haven't been super impressive. Um, that we've seen out of the gate so far. So maybe it's a little bit of a nice, uh, get right game for them against the Chiefs defense and, and Herbert, um, you know, to have a big game. I agree with you. I would take the six and a half. Would love, love, love a seven. I think I'll be shopping yeah. around, uh, to see I, somebody or somewhere will pick up and, and get a seven at some point. So seven's absolutely a buy for me. Six and a half would be smaller. Uh, but I agree with you on the side. It would be Chargers or nothing. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Seven would be beautiful. Connor, you have any leans on this one? I think the team total is actually a little bit interesting uh, for the Chargers. It's like 24, 24 and a half. Uh, I think that the over there is definitely in play. Um, I mean, I know that the total is already high, but I'd probably already play it there. Chiefs defense, as you mentioned, 30th in EPA at the moment. And, you know, we talked about it at length in the offseason about like how bad they could be. And it looks like they're, they're really bad. So that's something that we, you know, got right. Shout out to us. Uh, and, you know, I think that the over, yeah, exactly. Uh, the over here is, is definitely interesting in that. Um, but before, you know, this gets too out of hand here, we have a quick uh, listener question here. What gets more views? Nadu boxing uh, for the um, bar stool thing or Ganesh push up challenge? <laughs> well, let me tell you, so the Ganesh push up, well, now, granted, there's a, there's a little bit of a caveat here is that the entire world was shut down and everybody was losing their mind. So the Kanish push-up challenge probably had ratings. Uh, it had ratings through. I remember it was the top 
five bet thing at Bet Online that day. Uh, uh, Buddy's Offshore posted it, and it was in the top five. It was like Russian ping pong, some like Belarusian <laughs> soccer, and Kinnish push up challenge were the uh, things that day. So everybody, including me, had completely lost it at that a few weeks into COVID. So, uh, oh, but hey, I'm all on board for. Uh, they do get in his ass beat. So, no, I'll be, I'll be in the tune of that. Maybe me and Daniel Connor Allen here, a little uh, four for four, uh, you know, uh, here. Uh, so, uh, I, the, uh, what okay. was the, what was the challenge for you? I mean, I'm definitely down to box whenever, you know, as long as bar still rolls up the dough. I, I'm yeah, I was going to say, right. Any amount of, uh, it was 243 and a half, which was slightly more, I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. 243 and a half pushups in how many minutes? Like 10 minutes, right? 15. Uh, not easy. You didn't get there. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> hey, we, we fell just a tad short. Hundred or Yikes. so, give or take a few. <laughs> uh, well, that's still pretty good. Keep your head up, you know? That's not bad. Listen, man, we're, we're, we'll be back. We'll be back. You walked around with... Walked around with your shirt off for the rest of the day, I bet. Just feeling I mean, good about yourself. I, 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 well, I was in the. I was so freaking sore for the next couple of days. I, yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> uh, I didn't have too much swag going, but yeah. No, we'll we'll get it back. We'll do a little four for four uh, push up challenge here. Uh, you know, soon in the off season. Oh man, I, I wish I could put some of some of the comments up uh, on the screen, but we can't do that. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, I don't go, know. go to YouTube. I don't think Winbet would enjoy and, uh, some of these. <laughs> <laughs> no. and uh, enjoy a good laugh. Oh, it's so good. All right, next, uh, Miami on the road in Vegas. Uh, three and a half earlier, it came down. There's back up to four. 45 and a half is the total. Again, uh, Dolphins are on the struggle bus. Uh, now, with Tua out here, this is Jacoby Brissett this week. So it be interesting. And, you know, we poke holes all the time in the Raiders. But you got to give them credit. Like, Gruden, the play caller. Gruden, the schemer. Uh, seems to be pretty good at his job. Like, Gruden at, uh, you know, on the clock in the draft, not so sharp. But uh, you get him on the field on Sundays. You know, Derek Carr is playing really well, and you got to give him credit for that. So uh, I jumped in on the three and a half. When we the two news broke, I think that's gone. But uh, any leans on this one, Kanish, as it stands? Yeah. I'm going to go on the Connor Allen bandwagon. Give me the fins, baby. Um, <laughs> the Raiders are the most – I said this. I've been on uh, our friends over at You Better, You Better. The Raiders team is absolutely fraudulent. Absolutely fraudulent. Oh, they're not All good. It sucks. I am not – again, now, Connor, we, we, we'll give him some shit for the fins up, but what is this, the, the take that he has wrong here is that the two would have percent thing. No, 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 sir. Brissett, <laughs> professional. That's the difference. Professional can come in. Eh, it didn't look great for the Bills, but, you know, in a tough spot. Gets a little bit of, you know, prep time. Now he's the man this week. Coming against the Raiders team. I don't have any respect for. Um, I, I like the four here a lot. I've already, I, I bet uh, some four and a half in the week. I'd still bet four. Um, I was fine with three and a half here. I'm, I'm a little surprised it took a little resistance back to four. Um, I, don't, I don't have Really, any downgrade uh, to it or percent here? Uh, and I think the Raiders are totally over that. I think they're absolutely, home, as we know, home field advantage is mostly dissipated throughout uh, the majority of the NFL, but especially in places like Vegas and LA, uh, where I, I would put it at zero. And in LA, sometimes negative because there's more fans for the, you know, significantly more fans for the other team. But yeah. um, I'm not giving Vegas any home field advantage here, like the Dolphins at four. I think they're very live in this game. All right, Connor. 
Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I don't have too much to add on and backing the Dolphins, but I do have to say though that the Raiders the last three years uh, started off five and one the first two weeks now um, in in over the past few years and just twelve and sixteen over their weeks three to seventeen. Um, you know, the past two years and then sixteen and twenty eight the rest uh, uh, the last three years. So I think that this team is. They start off hot consistently. They've beaten good teams early on in the season. I mean, they beat the Chiefs last year. Uh, they beat the Saints last year early on in the season. And then they just crumble. Uh, and so, you know, every year it seems like everyone gets roped in. And it's like, oh, the Raiders could be good. The Raiders could be good. And then they just like, you know, are who we thought they were. And so uh, I'm still not excited to bet them. I think that in this spot, though, I'm not on the Brissett train. I think that, you know, he is a downgrade off 2A. If 2 is playing, I would – be, you know, betting the mortgage on Dolphins money line, uh, you know, despite the the metrics. But I think that, you know, they're probably probably a play at four for me, but I, I don't love it. You know, I think that just because I like the Dolphins a little bit more than, than Noonan. And I think that, you know, they, they got shook when their quarterback went down. They knew two was their guy and they got shook and the whole team uh, just was demoralized. So that's, you know, that the team psyche stuff that, that matters, Noonan. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. i know i know i know i know it's 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 good stuff that's why you come here the high quality team psyche takes yeah that's deep we'll have to look forward to your article breaking down team psyches this week yeah. <laughs> make sure you tag me team, on that when it team goes up psyche, team psyche touts are gonna be our newest article at four before, so. <laughs> okay. definitely an unexplored edge for sure <laughs> i'm with you Kanish. like i don't think this is a good raiders team for sure i'm surprised no! they're top they're top 10 in pass rush win rate so far, which is surprising. It is the only thing they do well defensively because, again, I think their secondary can compete with Detroit's as one of the worst in the league. Like, they're, they're bad. Um, I just don't know that the Dolphins can really exploit that per se. And part of my hole in the Dolphins all year is I just think their defensive performance last year was pretty noisy. Like, they – I don't think they were as good as their performance. I think they were opportunistic. There could be something to that as far as how it's coached up. Uh, it just doesn't seem super sticky to me, so I, I'm trying to short the Dolphins whenever I can. Uh, Carr's playing well. Uh, maybe Brissett gets a week of practice and he's feeling pretty good, and they go over there. And I, I'm with you. I think the field, the home field advantage is negligible, especially in Vegas. So uh, I wouldn't chase it past where it is now. But uh, yeah, I just don't have any faith in, in Miami at all. So I'm gonna back the Raiders. I got a Raiders under on the win total for the year, but and I'm betting them this week. So I'm shooting myself in the foot somehow. All right, uh, next, Jets on the road in Denver. This one's up to 10.5. 41 is the total. Um, this is one of those places, actually, where I think home field advantage still does exist. I think we would all agree, uh, especially Denver in September. So I think one of the few spots that holds up. Altitude's a real thing. Uh, it affects people in a different way. The Broncos, historically, dominant in September on Sundays. 102-63 and 63, uh, outright in September, they're playing good football right now. Uh, again, taking advantage of the soft schedules we kind of talked about earlier. But again, encouraging to see them be a little bit aggressive offensively against Jacksonville. We did not expect that from Teddy so far. They took numerous shots deep down the field. Uh, they should have their field day if they want with this Jets secondary as well. I took this at 8.5 in the look-aheads, thinking we get up to 10, and, and uh, we did. So feel good about that. Kanish, what are your thoughts on this one? I mean, the Jets are in uh, the. It's in the in the Lions realm of uh, the, the. I think the the two worst teams in football. I mean, you could throw the Jags in there uh, too as a uh, the three. But I, I mean, they Zach Wilson looks rough uh, through a couple weeks, and it's not like they have any. I know he was a little nicked up. The backup Mike White. Um, so they're they're. 
you're in trouble at the quarterback position here. Um, on the flip side, you know, now that it's, you know, crossed 10 uh, at most places here, total of 41, a Broncos offense that's, that's not super explosive. I know Teddy's played uh, well through a couple weeks, but, you know, no Jerry Judy. Uh, I, I think this is right about where it should be. You know, 41 and 10 and a half now. Um, I think just all the value suck. Like you said, you got a little look ahead there. Uh, under 10, I think, would be a good play, but. Uh, now that it's crossed 10, uh, I, I don't have my I, – I just – I can't. I'm, I'm fine buying low and garbage teams in a lot of cases, but, um, you know, if you look at, like, you know, for instance, on the Lions, like week one versus the Niners, they had the offense and kind of the late passing game. They almost did it again the Packers, too. Kind of backdoor team. The Jets don't have that whatsoever. It's like once the Jets are outside, they almost have to slog their way, uh, you know, to staying with it. Once they're outside the number um, – they, they just haven't shown the ability uh, to move the ball up and down the field whatsoever. So I, I want no part of the Jets yet. Um, I, I don't think they've, they've bottomed out market-wise, so it is a pass for me. Connor, are you backing your Broncos here? Or are you uh, staying away now that it's uh, now that you refuse to, to join me on the look-aheads? I, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure that I in my lifetime I would ever see the Broncos favored by double digits again. Um, and <laughs> here we are, though. And I it just feels wrong, but I mean, the number's right. Uh, they're, they're significantly better in pretty much all aspects of the team and uh, their defense looks, you know, dominant. Uh, and so in this spot, like it's tough to imagine the Jets doing a whole lot of anything here. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know, maybe some, some Jets team total unders for sure. Um, I mean, even then it's going to be like whatever, 15, 16, if you're lucky. Um, but yeah, I, I think that probably the under here makes sense. And uh, lean towards the Broncos on the spread at, at 10, if you can get it or 10 and a half. I mean, even, I, I just don't see a way that they don't like keep the jets under like 14 and a half. Like do the jets score three times? That's the question. Like, right. It's tough to imagine them scoring three times. Yeah. In this instance, sometimes you want like a turnover or something like that. And it just hasn't been, it's not like Teddy can't turn the ball over, but uh, he's been you know pretty good. That hasn't really been his mo in yeah. the career. So and, and Zach Wilson, I mean, like people talked about him on the Patrick Mahomes spectrum. Like he's about as much Patrick Mahomes it looks like so far as Lavar Ball is Michael Jordan. You know, like that's kind of like where he's at right now. <laughs> a basketball reference from you? Yeah, a little, yeah. little, little basketball B-ball. digging into the bag, <laughs> digging into the bag tonight. All right, yeah, I, I think. That's a guy right there, Zach Wilson, that can blow up your under real quick with a pick six, and then you're, you know, you're holding on. And uh, fair, you know, that's a that's a tough spot. All right, next we have a good one: Tampa Bay on the road against the Rams. Uh, Tampa Bay's moved to a one point favorite here. To Kenish's point, really negligible home field advantage there in Los Angeles. Um, you know, again, moving through the zeros, not really massive, but uh, this, this feels right to me. I rewatched the Rams Colts game. I feel like I was watching two different versions of the Rams. Like at times the offense looked incredible. It looks like, you know, a McVay led offense with an upgraded quarterback, you know, can score at will. And they just you get a little bit of that Detroit Stafford. You can't wash the full Detroit off him yet. Um, you know, I think they had like <laughs> four possessions in a row in the second half where they just went three and out. And it's like, I can't take advantage of Carson Wentz here. You know, Wentz moved the ball up and down the field, especially early. And they had like two red zone turnovers in their first two possessions, which just killed any, momentum for Indy, but um, I think the play is is Tampa here. I just think they're better. Um, if you give me something close to a pick, I'm going to take them. So, uh, Kanish, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no, I know I know some people that, uh, you know, some sharp stuff that, that was on Tampa early when they were a little bit of a dog. Uh, I, I got – it's hard to get teases in earlier in the week, uh, but when they were, you know, plus one and a half uh, dog, nice. plus one, um, 
teased up a little bit of Tampa there. I, I agree with you. I still think um, a Tampa minus one or a Tampa money line is the play. Um, uh, again, no home field advantage factored in Los Angeles. I think you're getting, um, you know, basically the better team, a slightly better team here um, at a bit of a discount. So it's it's all Tampa for me. So Tampa, I get a little bit of teases. I got some Tampa money line. Um, and like I said, fine playing it to minus one. Um, total's actually a bit rich um, for me. I, I would lean towards the under 55. I haven't actually played anything there. Um, but I, I thought the 54 was around the right number. I think it's gone up 55 and a half is a touch high. So, uh, but yeah, now, as you said, I get, I get uh, these two teams basically on a neutral. You say Tampa, you know, minus two, two and a half. So I'm not giving, you know, even if you give the Rams a half point of HFA here, I still like the Bucks minus one. Love it. Connor, what are your thoughts? Any leans here? Uh, well, I lean Tampa as well. I mean, I, even in the, I was actually looking at it before the game and saw Tampa plus two and a half, uh, you know, le- coming into the week. I don't know if you looked at that in the, the look ahead market there, Noonan, but uh, I had it, it was plus one, uh, yeah. look aheads when I was doing it. So appreciate you reading the article. Yeah, no, so, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. We're, we're pumping out so much content over at four for four that it's tough for me to keep track of all of our, uh, writers, you know, <laughs> tough to read all of our all of our great content there. Um, the, the the Bucks, I just think you're right. They're they're better, but I I think that this Rams team is capable of beating pretty much anyone. Like you said, like when their offense is clicking, like they're sure. they're really good. Uh, right now, I mean, third in offensive EPA overall. Like you know they they you know have shown spurts where they fall flat, but at the same time, I mean, it's a new quarterback. You know, they're they're still kind of figuring things out. I think that. You know, a couple of weeks from now, they're going to be very, very dominant uh, down the road. I actually, I think the the total is fine. Uh, if if it keeps falling at all, uh, I'm interested in the over potentially. Maybe even like a Rams team total uh, over there, just because I think this game could be back and forth here. Uh, the defense, the Rams defense, is a little bit overrated, like you said. Uh, and this uh, this Bucks defense, I'm not you know uber confident in overall, especially with some of the injuries. So. It's rich for me, man. Uh, 55 and a half feels high, but I get it. I mean, we've had what I think it's like nine straight games where the Bucks have gone over 30. Like they've been, they've been hanging some points, but uh, yeah, staying away from that one. I'm good with just the Bucks, but I, I get it. Those offenses when they're clicking can, can yeah. look good. I, I mean, I think McVay's also sharp enough too that like they're going to pass the ball like pretty much every play. Um, and which, I mean, doesn't necessarily correlate to points, but I think it kind of, you know, relates to just like a, you know, they're not wasting any time. Like they're not sure. running the ball. Um, you, when we saw it in the Dallas Tampa Bay game where Dallas threw the ball 60 something times. And like, you know, it seemed like at times their offenses weren't even efficient. They just like had so many plays that it was just like unbelievable. Like the Dallas is still able to put up a ton of points. This next one's got another high total. I'm really torn in this game. Seattle's on the road against Minnesota, Minnesota catching two at home, 55 and a half. Again, the total here. I, I, I get it. Like, defensive performances for these clubs have left a lot to be desired, but like at the core of who they are, they both really want to run the football. Um, and 55 and a half feels like a lot knowing that like they are comfortable putting the ball in Delvin cook's belly 30 times, even if he's like 80% healthy and just kind of wasting this one away. And we know kind of, even though we're seeing some better things from Shane Waldron, like they still are comfortable running the ball as well. Like we're banking on a whole lot of defensive inefficiencies here to get to, to 56 on an over. But, uh, can you get any thoughts on this one? This Vikings defense sucks. This, this <laughs> fucking hit man talked me in, uh, you know, when we thought Rodgers was maybe retiring or going to host Jeopardy, I got <laughs> talked into some uh, Vikings futures in the offseason. Reese season went over NF North. This defense is an absolute disaster. 
Uh, I don't know. Why is Mike Zimmer, like, get this free pass? Like, he's still the coach. I don't know. The defense, he's, oh, the defensive guy. Freaking old man's been, like, the defense been de- de- declining for five years. They suck. Um, listen, now, Cousins, I agree. Jefferson, KJ Osborne, uh, the, the offense is, is electric. So, yeah, I agree. You know, it's a tough to, to stomach an under on this one. But I, I think, I, same deal. Like, the totals touch high. Um, it, it's, I know there's some thought, you know, like when you get a little bit of a short home dog here, teasing it up. Um, I, I, I don't know. It's such an offensive game plan. I have such lack of faith in the Vikings defense um, that that I, I haven't placed anything in this one. It wasn't one particularly keen on uh, getting invested in. Um, I think even though Vikings defense, I think that you're getting a little bit of a premium here on Seattle. Uh, I thought this would be more around pick. Um, now it's kind of ticked up to minus two eight. Um, but I, again, it, it's just one that I haven't been uh, super keen to get involved in. Um, even though I think there's a touch of value on uh, a couple aspects here, uh, it, it's been a stay with me just because I hate what is happening uh, in, in Minnesota with their defense. Um, it's just been so brutal. They got a few in- key injuries to you know Anthony Everson Griffin was out last week. Yeah. Uh, they, they, having to sign Everson Griffin number one because the defensive line's been so bad was a panic move. Then Anthony Barr's been out, um, so it's bad. It's not lines bad, but it's bad right now. Um, so I'm 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 staying away for the most part here. I mean, yeah. is anything lines bad right now? I would say probably not. not. A, no, well, not on defense. <laughs> not at cornerback. No. <laughs> we saw this game last year, though. It was in Seattle. And I know I had a Seattle team total over ticket. They had like 12 plays in the first half and they had a great second half comeback and won, but it was a, it was a brutal game. I feel like we could very much have a similar situation where whoever gets up, takes the air out of the ball and just runs. And we're just, we're dying. This game is one of those games that like, you know, it's in the, the late window and it's over. Like you got a full quarter left of all the other games, you know, to play. And this game has been over for 25 minutes. Connor, what are your thoughts? Yeah, that that's my biggest scare about it. It's like these teams are actually kind of similar in that sense, right? Like, is that yeah. they they can lean on the run and they like to go run heavy with a lot of play action and passing to their you know weapons who are strong and that they they like to keep their quarterbacks efficient, uh, which is fine. But it's just like the way they're styled, I think you know don't aren't really conducive to overs when they're matched with each other. So yeah, I guess that what you're saying makes sense. The, the issue is it's just their defenses are so bad, so it's, it's like. You know, they could actually get away with running the ball like every, you know, almost every play here and still be able to score a good amount of points here. But, you know, it, it will deflate the deflate the pace a little bit, I think. And that's kind of tough. So I don't know. I, I probably stay away from me here. I, I just don't really know what to make of these teams yet, just because it seems like the Seahawks team has the potential to be great, but continue to, to disappoint in some aspects. And this Vikings defense is legit bad. So. Yeah, I got nothing for me too. So, our right, last one, uh, Sunday night, we have the Packers on the road against the Niners. Uh, Niners, three and a half point home favorites. 49 and a half is the total here. Uh, my lean's on Green Bay. I like Green Bay maybe on the money line, but my favorite play, just got it a little bit before we started here, is a over 22 and a half on the Packers team total. Uh, Again, we've made a lot of comps to the, to the Lions secondary. Without Jason Verrett, this Niners secondary – is brutal. They signed Josh Norman last week uh, and threw him in and, and gave him a full allotment of snaps last week. I was really surprised that the Eagles couldn't scheme stuff up to take advantage of that, but I think the Packers can, and um, I don't understand why this is still a three and a half per se, but again, uh, kind of my lean. I, I don't know. I haven't taken it yet. I probably will take something in the Packers, but I like the team total condition. What are your thoughts? 
This uh, this over is my biggest position of the season so far uh, mm-hmm. at forty seven and a half. Uh, when it opened, I, I was I was able to grab a little bit of stale forty seven and a half when the um, the Packers Lions was going on. Then it opened back up forty seven and a half, which I thought was very surprising. Um, so I bought at forty seven and a half, bought some more forty eight. Um, I've got a few uh, alt overs here, so. This one is uh, largest total position of the season here uh, on the over. I'm still okay with uh, 49 and a half. Now let's go through. If you get it's even, I know some places have, have popped 50. Um, I, I think 51 was the fair number here. Um, so it, most of the value is going. If you can catch some places with uh, you know 49 and a half, still uh, I'd be okay with that. But uh, yeah, I'm loaded up on the over here. Uh, I do not have faith. Um, and as you said, some of the defensive injuries for San Francisco. Um, Green Bay was getting zero, and again, we talked about the lines off the line being good, but they were getting zero pressure on the quarterback. Um, and I think if you push Kyle Shanahan offense and give him a you know lack of a pass rush here, they'll be able to to cut it out there. So um, I, I love the over here, um, and significantly significant. I agree with that. The sidewise, um, I think three is kind of a fair number. Um, yeah, there were some juice three and a halfs out there still, uh, but not too in love with the side. Uh, mostly an over. Great live bet game is where I think you should be up and down. Nice. Yeah, good call. Conviction there, Connor. What are your thoughts? You in on that? Um, I am, and I, I have to let you know, though, that there's time for you to buy out of it. Uh, our good friend, you know, Evan Silva is actually the one who uh, recommended it to me and us, you know, and told us about it. And I, I got in. I, I liked it at 47 and a half. And. So, yeah, he's on the over, too. So, I don't know if you want to buy out of that and hit the under. Well, now the this good point. thing is that Evan putting a $20 free bet on it, I don't think <laughs> it's Um So, we should be all right. As long as that, uh, you know, he doesn't pull out the, the wallet and put, you know, a big $50 bet down, uh, we'll be okay. So, I'm, I'm not worried just yet. Uh, yeah, for all the reasons you said, I think that uh, if if you were to play it now, Packers team total anything under twenty four, I think is interesting. You know, hitting the over there, like you said, the San Francisco secondary is brutal. Um, so yeah, I think that 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 is the potential there because I mean, twenty three, twenty three and a half, even like you know ha- having them score twenty four points, I feel like more than doable, uh, all things considered, here against this this forty nine ers team. So jump on that twenty two and a half, still out there. So yeah. all right, fellas. Uh, Favorite play on the board, Kanish, other than – so you just massive conviction play there uh, with the Packers-Niners. But uh, what's another one that you absolutely love this week? Man. Um, you know, I, I was on the, for the Thursday night, I know, which we didn't talk – I thought the under um, was a great play there with the, the Carolina-Houston. Um, it's taken some – you know, I, li- I played 44 early this morning, mostly 43 and out there. I know some 43 and a half um, – Again, I don't believe in Davis Mills whatsoever. I think you'll see some significant regression there from the Texans' offense. Yeah. Uh, at the same time, the Texans have, uh, without Tyrod going down, they, they played much better than I think anyone give them credit for. If their defense has been better, um, so I like the under there as far as one occurrence. Uh, and as we just talked about, the Packers 49ers over. I'm still okay with the buy at 49 the hook. Um, Looky, I know Mr. Uh, look at over there, Mr. Noonan. Uh, well, but I heard uh, a site uh, that maybe isn't Queens, but rhymes with you know, maybe the opposite of a queen. Uh, <laughs> has some Carolina plus five and a half um, next week at Dallas. That uh, I believe should be more like three and a half, four. So yeah, yeah. yeah. if. Uh, 
if you shop at, uh, you know, maybe a, a DK, uh, DK, then, uh, which, uh, you know, maybe you, get, you, you grab a five and a half there, uh, as I did earlier today. Started working on that for, for tomorrow today. And we jumped out, uh, already got I'll the send you on. the invoice, baby, for doing the work early. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good one. I don't know. I couldn't get Connor on any of these look ads. I got a Carolina minus four for tomorrow. You know, like I, I can't get this guy, you know, to put his, his, uh, his Taco Bell down. You know, he can't, <laughs> he's just throwing munchkins down all day. I can't get yeah. him to back away from. From the grinds. When all your credit's tied up in bad hospital food, it's tough to lay out. Uh, <laughs> <some> <laughs> uh, so many so many personal references there. I'm not sure what to do with it. Uh, <laughs> there's there's a lot going on there. But, yeah, I, I've been fucking busy, guys. Sorry, I haven't, I haven't been betting it. And I, you know, it's, the only thing that's been hurting is my wallet. So, you know what, that's, that's enough uh, shame for me. You don't need to continue to publicly shame me for not tailing you. <laughs> I respect the process. And, uh, you know, congrats on the closing line value. I hope that it turns into actual money. Um, you know, hey. but for me, for me here, uh, like I, I mentioned earlier, Cardinals, Ravens, teaser, uh, love it. I think that those are two of my favorite teams. I like them straight up, but I think that the, the teaser there is will probably be my biggest play of the week. Love it. Yeah, there's lots of teasers that are really nice this week. Um, we got to tease all of them, right? Like the what are the five, six that we mentioned? I think you just you got to throw like six. Right, throw them in a round robin and tease tease them all. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get the Ravens in there. Get the Browns in there. You can get the Bills. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of 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 buttes for sure. So, Kenish, where can the people find you? Joey Kanish, uh, at Joey Kanish 22 on Twitter, baby. I'm always, uh, you know, doing a couple of little content here and there. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you got any uh, credit accounts and you want to get hooked up, uh, it's been a, <laughs> been a nice season uh, start to the year. So, uh, yeah, we, you can find me uh, racking up uh, the, the accounts there. So, hey, good, great talking to you, fellas. Love, uh, love chopping up a little NFL, uh, and let's have a nice week three. Let's get it, guys. Uh, don't forget, we'll be back on Friday. Connor and I and uh, Prop Stars will be bringing you our uh, favorite prop bets. Um, jump in there, let us know some questions. Hit us up on YouTube. Uh, we we can talk about some of the props that you're eyeballing. Give you our takes there, and uh, we'll see if uh, Sal and his prop tool can continue the hot stretch two and zero start for Sal. Sally boy, <laughs> printing. So yeah, uh, that wraps us up. So for Knish and Connor, I'm Ryan. We'll see you on Friday.